Thank you for joining us on Community Focus this morning, where we look at the issues that matter in South Florida and the people and organizations that are making a difference. We have talked numerous times over the years about our veterans who come home and the difficulty in transitioning into civilian life. And one of the organizations that has made a huge difference is the Broward Veterans Coalition. I'm very honored to welcome the president of the Broward Veterans Coalition, Major Michael Jones. Thank you for talking to us today. Thank you, Ellen. I'm excited about being here. I'm always excited about talking about veterans. I really get the brother. Every time I talk to someone who is a veteran, the brotherhood, the sisterhood, the family that people bond when they are together in military service, what kind of service did you do? I was drafted in 1969 from Portland, Oregon. They sent me to what they call non-commissioned officer school. I was a Sergeant E6 after two years, and then they sent me to officer school. I'd rather be an officer than an enlisted person because I'm in leadership, and that's my forte, and I love doing that. Served uh, 27 years. I've been to Korea, Japan, Thailand, Vietnam. My last assignment, I was the inspector general, assistant inspector general for the state of Massachusetts. That wow. was my last assignment. So I've done a lot of different things, been a lot of responsibility, been responsible for a lot of people's lives. That's a heavy responsibility, isn't it? Well, you don't think about it when you're doing it because you're trained so well to take on that responsibility. And officers do many different things in many different assignments. They don't leave you in one assignment long. They move you along so that you get more experience. And that also comes with promotions along with it as well. Do you, when you're in service, think about the fact that you are serving our country, that you're serving America and as we always say, you know, thank you for helping us keep our freedom. Well, I think about that every day and people ask me, well, then how can you serve with this president or something? I'm not serving the president. I'm serving the president because of the commander in chief, but I'm serving the Constitution of the United States and what the United States means across the world. And that responsibility is a heavy responsibility, especially from the officer's rank and some of the responsibility that I have had have been high level. And yeah. so that. I know I'm making a difference and the things that I can't talk about, but I know the kind of difference that I have made through my service. Well, I know the kind of difference you're making here in South Florida as president of the Broward Veterans Coalition. As I mentioned to you before we started the program, I've seen a huge uptick in events that the Broward Veterans Coalition is coordinating and in the publicity and promotion that you're doing. Just the activity is so much greater and that I credit you since you've been president for moving that forward and helping our veterans. Was that something you had in mind when you were you drafted to be president? <laughs> well, it's it's funny, but not funny. The president, Stan Peniman, wanted me to be his second person in charge because I think he knew my skill set and I had volunteered to be part of the Broward Veterans Coalition just as a general member. And certainly he didn't allow that to happen. He wanted me to be on the board. And he unfortunately passed away about a year and a half ago. And I'm the vice president. That means I take over the presidency. So I hadn't counted on that, but that's what I do. And then the way I do things, I want to make sure that it's organized, official, and representative of what the organization should be about and me as well. 
I had interviewed Stan a number of times, just a great guy, and I was so sad to hear when he passed. So, you know, say a little prayer in his memory. And now you are actively putting together events, and in particular, big one coming up next Saturday, October 14th, and this is a resource and benefits fair. And it's huge. How did you plan this, and what was the motivation for putting this into effect? Well, we had done three of these prior to COVID. Our last one was in 2019 at Broward College, and we were pretty successful with that. And then we weren't able to do it during COVID. And I said that we'd have to pick this gauntlet up again because we spoke to over 400 veterans at that event and helped about 250. And so we're excited about that. We thought that we needed to do that. That's part of what our organization's mantra is. And we started planning this eight months ago. Wow. Okay. And yeah. Believe it or not, we're coming up on the date a week away from now. And it just, I'm kind of overwhelmed, but I've got what I call my steel pot on and I know what I have to do. If nobody else does it, I got to get it done because it represents our organization and it represents me. So it's going to be a class act. I have no doubt that you've surrounded yourself with quality people. One, I know for sure, Sabrina Sweet, who's with Mission United, who we've also worked with. They're part of United Way. And I remember when they started up six, seven years ago as a new venture for veterans transitioning. So it's really nice to see that you are working together to make this happen. How did you make that contact? Well, Sabrina was a general member of the Broward Veterans Coalition, and I tapped her to be on the board. And because, as you know, her efficiency, her responsibility to the veterans community, she's a Navy veteran herself. I wanted her on my board, and it's been a blessing to me to have her on the board. And Mission United is co-sponsoring this event with Broward Veterans Coalition. So we're excited about that partnership. I attend their meetings. I was just on their meeting yesterday, and they're very dedicated to veterans in Broward County and outside of Broward if they can reach those folks as well. So now this resource fair, do I remember correctly seeing that you had 70 vendors? You're right on point. Uh, I think we have 70, 71 vendors. We have big donations from Publix Corp. Mission United Barbecue are providing food, and so is Publix and gift cards. And so we're excited about the excitement in the community and certainly all of our vendors that are participating through all life. A lot, some of them are nonprofits, some of them are for, for profit, but we have a good cross section of vendors participating at Tamarack Community Center at the fair on the 14th next Saturday. Right. And that's from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Anyone can attend. Do you have to be a veteran to participate? You do not have to be a veteran. You'll just have to register at the registration desk when you come in. There'll be vendors. We want the community, family members of veterans, business people who want to reach out to veterans who may not have registered for the event. There will not be tables available because we're booked out on tables. Congratulations. (laughs) Actually, I have to rent some tables. So we are so excited. We have congressional representation, Congresswoman Sheila Sherfus McCormick, State Rep Rosalind Osgood, Robin Bartleman, and of course we have people speaking from Mission United, myself, and there'll be other dignitaries there as well. 
Excellent. Is there a format, an agenda for the day? Do people come in and just kind of wander around the different vendors or do you have a separate space for the speaking parts? Well, the speaking part is going to be the opening with the color guard from the Tamarack Fire Department. And then we'll have introductions from those politicians and myself and also uh, Mission United. And then the session is open to the public because we don't expect everybody to be there right at once. Right. But both from 10 to 2. So the agenda I'm putting together on Monday, as a matter of fact. And so that the agendas show up, be open. There will be a lot of vendors, a lot of giveaways. We have a lot of prizes, and we're just excited about any participation from the community and veterans and their families and business owners as well. I hope it's okay if I can put in a word when you meet the congressional representatives to please pay our military members more. (laughs) I really think that they could use a double, triple salary. I think people who put their lives on the line for us deserve considerable remuneration. And I think they about that. I think they forget about that. I'm in agreement with that. And any benefits to veterans are needed. A lot of veterans don't think that they deserve things, that they did this on their own and they wanted to serve their country during World War II. A lot of veterans fudged about their age and went in early because they really wanted to be part of the war effort. And so we should do everything that we can for veterans. We never do enough for veterans in this country. Agreed. Yeah. Well, this is one way that we can make a little dent, I hope a big dent. What are some of the resources and the benefits that people will be able to find out about at this fair next Saturday? We're going to have career source for career development. We're going to have parks and recreation. We're going to have Nova Southeastern there. We're going to have elder and veteran services. We're going to have Palm Shores Behavioral Health. Um, So we just have a whole gamut, the city of Sunrise, the city of Tamarack, the uh, Customs and Border Protection, the Broward County Libraries. These are just a few of the people that are going to participate in our event, and there's much more to come. What do you see as the greatest need right now for veterans who are coming back to America or returning home after serving wherever they've been, whether it's in America or out of country? Well, we need jobs. We need mental health help with veterans. We need to keep veterans out of suicide because 14 veterans a day, I think it's up to 21 veterans a day commit suicide. Mm -hmm. We need to reduce that number. And that homelessness with veterans and being able to eat. So there are a lot of areas that providing housing, affordable housing. We know in South Florida, housing is very expensive, but there are people who can't afford to provide homes and housing for veterans that are homeless. Can you help us understand why those particular issues seem so common at the same time when people have been trained to be so efficient and so effective, why doesn't it translate from being in service to being out of service? Well, I I think it's just like society itself, because you think about the military, you have a hierarchy of the leadership, then you have subordinate NCOs or, or sergeants, and then you have the folks who do all the work or do a lot of the work. 
And they, a lot of times, don't have the education or the resources once they get out to get jobs that may pertain to their skill set in the military. And I just think that it's just a a microcosm of the society. Um, We have the haves and the have-nots, and that's the same in the military. They were able and protected in the military because of housing and food and all of that. They didn't have that protection once they got out, a lot of them. I take myself. I had the same resources inside and outside the military because of my skill sets. So I'm marketable and a lot of veterans are marketable. And there's, you know, many that aren't marketable and that need additional training, education, skill sets like plumbing and electrical and those kind of things that you don't need a college degree for. So we're just not concentrating on the veterans where we should. Right. And the benefits are there. I know there are education benefits. There are medical benefits. There's probably a lot of paperwork to go through. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. um, and, but that's where you can come in and help. Right. And many veterans aren't aware of those. That's why Broward Veterans Coalition is a conduit for veterans in Broward County to try to provide those resources. And the Veterans Resource Benefits Fair is one of those examples that we can hit a lot of veterans at one time. And we'll have plenty of resources from Congress to business to education to personal, legal, those kind of things. We're all going to be participating in our fair. And we're just excited as excited as I can get. Fabulous. (laughs) And we hope we get more than 400 at this event. We're going to go for a thousand. Absolutely. (laughs) We want people and you don't have to be in Broward County. You can be from anywhere and still avail yourself of the benefits that are available and the resources, just learning what's out there. One of the things that I always feel like is as soon as someone's leaving the military, they should be handed a packet with, okay, contact this person, or why don't they send you a list? I mean, I know it's all on a computer, just send you a list. Here's who's coming to your neighborhood so you can reach out to them as soon as they get into town. That's an excellent idea. And they don't give you when, and maybe they've changed this, but I've been out since 95. You just get your papers, you sign out, and you get nothing else at that point. So maybe that has changed. I'm not sure of that, but I think a lot of our veterans fall through the cracks because they don't have that kind of resource that you're talking about. And that's why Broward Veteran Coalition tries to provide those resources to veterans, whatever they may need. And that's why we want you on the air with us to help get the message out. And we have this also on our events listing on our website so that people can go to our website easily. Just go to events and find all the information, contacts. If if someone wants to be more involved, whether it's being on the board or a general member or volunteering, how would they reach out to you? They can contact me personally on my cell, 860-983-8068, or attend our monthly meetings, which are the third Monday of the month at Tamarack Community Center, 8601 West Commercial Boulevard in Tamarack at 2 p.m. Every third Monday of the month, that's our general meeting. And we have speakers, we have resources at those meetings. Our speakers always speak specifically to veterans. It could be politicians. It could be business. Something that might pertain to veterans' needs, we do that on a monthly basis. And do you ever coordinate with the VA? 
Yes, we have a VA representative there from the Kling Center, usually there every every month. And there, Miami VA usually provides a speaker on a quarterly basis as well. So we try to coordinate and make sure that we're touching base with the VA locations as well. Myself, I go to the Kling Center myself. I don't have to, but I do so that I can see what's going on with veterans and any help that I can provide for veterans since our meeting are just right up the street from that, about 10 blocks from the Kling Center. And I also want to make a point about the age range, because I think before 9-11, all of the veterans were older because we hadn't been at a big war. And then we went to Afghanistan and Iraq and we had, you know, 18, 20, 21 year olds going to serve the country and coming back fairly young, not having had a career established or a family established. So the ages are, you know, from 100 years old down to 20s or 30s. Correct. Um, And I think that's important that people remember that veterans come in all ages, all genders, all sizes and all backgrounds. We turn nobody away from our meetings. And your point is, though, that we do get older veterans and we're trying to attract more younger veterans. There's something for everybody at our meetings. And so and we want that young blood coming into our organization as well. Well, let's start with getting people out to the Tamarack Community Center next Saturday. This is a Veterans Resource and Benefit Fair. Saturday, October 14th, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Tamarack Community Center, and that is at 8601 West Commercial Boulevard, put together by the Broward Veterans Coalition together with United Way. And I'll say thank you again to Publix and Mission United Barbecue, which is run by veterans. (laughs) And I have to say to you, Alan, thanks Cox Media. They have been an excellent media provider of information and support to the Broward Veterans Coalition. And I'm excited to do anything you asked me to do because you guys have been wonderful to our organization and to veterans in Broward and outside of Broward as well. Well, thank you. Coming on the show is the most I'm going to ask you to do and just spread the word, share your message because you've lived it and you can speak to it in a way that I can't. So you're taking the time to talk to me today is what makes the difference. And I appreciate you and the work that you do and all of our veterans. So again, Broward Veterans Coalition, be there next Saturday. You can find the info on our events listing. Any final words that you'd like to say to the audience? I just want to say that America is a great country and that the veterans help make this the country that it is. And we just love supporting veterans. And uh, of course, me serving 27 years is, it gives me a wedge in that too. But I'm really enjoying doing what I'm doing for veterans. And we hope that you will take advantage of this great affair and be there. If you just get one piece of something out of the event, it makes a difference to us. But we know you're going to get more than just one piece out of it. Just the camaraderie with other veterans and uh, their families is going to make a difference. And we have a lot of women veterans that are participating in our event as well. So just because you're a female veteran, we want you there as well. So don't think you're excluded. (laughs) I I believe, um, let's see, one of Joy Allington is one of the people. I'm vice president. Yeah. Right. And she, and she is outstanding. 
Yes, yeah. she does. So I have women veterans on my board as well. So okay. uh, we're excited about anybody, veterans, veterans and their families, and anybody from the uh, local community or outside our community. We want you there, and we we know you'll have a good time. And come up and introduce yourself to me once you're there, and I'll be happy to greet you, and uh, thank you for being there. All right, Major Michael Jones, that's who you'll be looking for, and that's who we've had. I thank you ever so much for your time. And- and for your service. Thank you, Ellen, and you have a great day. You do the same. Bye-bye. We are less than a week away from the Susan G. Komen More Than Pink Walk. And Cox Media Group, we are so excited. We're going to be there again this year. And to tell us more about the organization and the walk, I'm very happy to welcome from Weinstein Legal, which is part of the Executive Leadership Committee for the Komen Foundation, Justin Weinstein. Thank you for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. Justin, because you are so involved with the Komen Foundation, for anyone who is not familiar with what they do, can you tell us more about Susan G. Komen and exactly what they do to help people with breast cancer? Susan G. Komen is the only organization that addresses breast cancer through multiple efforts. That's research, community, health. It provides support and resources to fighters and their families. Why are you so committed to Susan G. Komen and the work that they do? Well, on a personal level, I had an aunt when I was very young that unfortunately passed in her fight with breast cancer. So I know the difficulties surrounding someone who is in that fight and what it does to families. Yeah, it seems like almost anyone who has been through the experience is compelled to channel it back into giving back to the organizations that work to help people with breast cancer and to the people who are dealing with it. Tell us more about your organization, Weinstein Legal Team, and your partnership with Komen. Well, as personal injury attorneys, Weinstein Legal Team is rooted in being a trusted resource for our community. We're advocates in their journey through their cases, and Susan G. Komen is seeking to do the exact same thing through education and support. That's how we're connected. We both are looking to be a voice for those in a life-changing circumstance, like breast cancer. Right. And you've worked with many physicians throughout not just South Florida, but throughout the state of Florida, all for the purpose of helping those who've been injured. I know that you're more than just a supporter of Komen's work. You're a sponsor this year of the More Than Pink Walk. What prompted you to step up? And really, it takes a lot of effort to be involved as a sponsor, in addition to being part of an executive leadership committee. Well, I believe in corporate responsibility. And we have, as a company in our community, a duty to give back to our community. The community provides for us, and we have a duty to give back. Being involved in the More Than Pink Walk allows our team to physically get on board and make a difference for people and also to invite their immediate networks to do the same. Do you have your group at Weinstein Legal participating and also helping to get people together to be at the walk and participate? Yes, we currently have a team page at the website, which is www.komen.org backslash Miami Walk. 
So you can see we have a team page there. And we also tell all of our employees to make sure that they get the word out and spread the word so we can all be involved in this great effort. So if somebody hears you and says, wow, this guy's a really good guy. He's doing great stuff for the community. I want to support Weinstein Legal. They can go to your team page and make a donation. Can they join your team? Yes, absolutely. And we encourage that. The more people we get there, the better. Okay, we're counting because you're involved on having like 12,000 this year. Uh, No, I mean, Komen does get one of the largest turnouts of all of the walks throughout the year. So let's talk about the More Than Pink Walk coming up next Saturday, the 14th. What can participants expect when they show up at Amelia Earhart Park? It is such an exciting day. The atmosphere is electric. There is family-friendly activities everywhere. There are a lot of fun sponsors and tents that you can go and visit. We will be there. There'll be people giving things out. There'll be games. It's a great way to celebrate our survivors and also remember those that we've lost. Yeah, That's one of the things I love most about it is when they're celebrating survivors and also remembering those who've passed. It's emotional, but it's done in a very positive, optimistic way. And of course, with the reminders that the research that Komen funds has made such a difference in survival rates over the years. Um, it's remarkable that when caught early enough, Breast cancer is like 99% survivable now. So the one thing that we've learned is because of the pandemic, people were not going for mammograms. And because of that, more people are being diagnosed later. So we want to urge everyone to go get your mammogram. Don't wait any longer. If you missed it during the pandemic, make sure you go and make sure you're going every year. It's really important. So where can someone get information and sign up for the walk? The website I mentioned earlier is www.komen.org backslash Miami walk. And that's where they can register. They can also donate there. Okay, and I want to clarify, although it says Miami walk, this is the walk for both Dade and Broward County. It's the South Florida walk. So just because you hear Miami, don't think I can't participate. This is for everyone. If someone like so many in South Florida, (laughs) wait until the last minute. Can people sign up the morning of the walk? Yes, they can show up and they can register right on site. Okay. Now, if someone is not available to attend the walk, what are their options? They can still donate, right? Absolutely. The website that we just talked about, there's a donate button right on the top right corner. Now, having been through a loved one going through breast cancer, what would you say to someone who is currently dealing with breast cancer? Never give up. And you deserve to have a voice. I love that. You deserve to be heard. You deserve to know the next steps, what's going on. And when someone goes through that life-changing situation or something extremely difficult, they deserve to have an advocate, someone that can help them with the fight. And Susan G. Komen provides those resources, such as advocates, to help the fighter and their family. It shows that there's this whole community out there with a ton of resources and that you're not alone. And that's why this event is so empowering and uplifting. You actually see, hear, and feel all the support around you the entire time. It's amazing. Yeah. And then you also see all the pink. You know, it's become the color that's associated with breast cancer and Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And people will come out in pink tutus, pink shoes, pink hair. It's it's really a thrill. And I think it's very inspiring how people 
are able to turn something that can be so devastating into a positive experience. And I want to thank you for your participation and your involvement. Is there anything else you'd like us to know about Susan G. Komen, the foundation? For the most part, the most important thing is the impact that we make. And Susan G. Komen has proved to provide such an amazing impact. And it's helping more people in our community get involved. And so what I would like to say is if you can walk, please go walk. And if you can donate, donate. And at least you encourage someone to get involved. Do that. Do everything you can. And we're going to see that we're going to have a cure soon. We have a lot better resources. And Susan Komen is leading the way. Amen. I can't be more excited. That, that I love. I just love that idea. It's going to happen. You're right. So once again, for people who want to participate, can you repeat the sign up info, the registration info, website, all of that? So the website is www.komen.org backslash Miami Walk. And on all social media platforms, it's at Susan G. Komen. That's the best way to get in touch and register. At Susan G. Komen or at Komen.org slash Miami Walk. And if someone's interested in Weinstein Legal Team and having heard your passion for helping people, what is your website? That's www.thelawofwe.com. And our phone number is 833-LAW-OF-WE. That's Law of W-E. Correct. I like that because we together can make a difference. Justin Weinstein, part of Weinstein Legal Team, who is part of the executive leadership committee for the Susan G. Komen Foundation locally. Thank you for your time, for what you're contributing to the Komen work and efforts to end breast cancer and for working for the people. It's apparent in everything you say. And I have a very good feeling about your work with the organization. So thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Can't wait to see you all next week. We'll be there Saturday at Amelia Earhart Park. Thank you. And thank you for listening to Community Focus this morning. If you have questions about today's show or would like to suggest a topic, please feel free to email me at ellen.jaffe, J-A-2-F-S-1-E, at cmg.com. You can also leave comments on our open mic feature on our app that you can download from the iTunes or App Store. We'd love to know what you think. And please join us again next Sunday for an all-new edition of Community Focus. Have a great day. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.